This week on the podcast, Carrie and I are joined by our friend Dustin, and he's sharing all of the details of his most recent visit to Walt Disney World, including doing something that Carrie and I have never done, but we think we might have to try. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Well, hello, Carrie and Dustin. How are you guys? And that Dusty, was good. Dusty, can we, can we call you Dusty? No, you are not allowed. No, Dustin. That was only, it was only for my third grade teacher. That was the only oh. time that I've ever been called Dusty in my entire life. Nobody's allowed to do it because it, it scarred me for life. Okay, so Dustin, <laughs> you, you go first. You go first. How are you doing, uh, Dustin? I'm doing great. <laughs> I am back from a, an amazing seven-day adventure down to Florida. And, uh, oh, do I have stories. It was, it was a blast. I know. We can't wait to hear. Carrie and I were following along online and, and seeing all the stuff that you were getting up to. And and we're kind of excited to hear how the trip went. But before we get started, Carrie, how are you doing? How was your week? I'm all right. We need to come Wasn't up with a better tagline for you at the end because you're, <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> That's good. I'm here for, I'm here for Dustin. <laughs> You are here, here for the, the photos and the adventures and the fun. Also, I was going to call in sick because you had a sidekick this week. It's a good thing <laughs> Dustin went to Walt Disney World. <laughs> well, and it's a good thing you're here because, quite frankly, we almost forgot to hit record. It was you're you welcome. that just. Yeah. So. <laughs> so thanks for that, got, Carrie. There's 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 three people on this call. Two of them are very high techie. And then there's me, and I'm the one that's making sure we press record. <laughs> Scary, so, guys. It, Scary. It, it worked out well. It Thanks. completely worked out. And if worse comes to worse, we just get to talk. Yes. I, I remember the number of times that we would do um, uh, the, the We Like Theme Parks podcast, and we always made a joke that Mark and Chris were uh, really conversational, but every so often we could have a soundtrack that was just them agreeing or disagreeing at, at, on the um, the Roadcaster Pro. <laughs> and we actually did it for a couple of weeks and no one knew. And it was so funny until they did it on me. And I realized how predictable I am when it comes to Disney stuff. So oh. I, I'm trying to update my vocabulary within uh, the world of Disney podcast. Yes, I'm so excited to be here and show you all of the adventures from the last week. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're really excited to hear all about it. Um, so why, before we get started, so Dustin, you run the site Steps to Magic. This is where people can find you online, Instagram, Facebook. They can find your website and I'll put the links in the show notes as well. Amazing. Yeah. Steps to Magic is a Disney and Universal trip planning website started back in 2016. Uh, and I've been uh, doing top 10 lists, ideas, trip planning from a uh, a different stance as I used to be a Disney cast member, both down in Florida as well as up here in Canada. That's right. I'm from Toronto. And uh, it was always a, a, an opportunity for me uh, to be able to showcase our trips down to Florida because a lot of folks get confused when they're planning a Disney vacation. 
Uh, yes. they, they will go and buy touring plan or the um, unofficial guide to Walt Disney <laughs> World, all 2 million pages of it, and realize that they have to be able to accomplish everything in that book or else it's not a success. And so what I've done over the years is just compile a, a list of articles where it's the top 10 things that I would never do again or the top 10 things that I wish that I could buy right now from my home. And it was just a fun and exciting things. And over the last, uh, well, since the pandemic, it's gotten a little bit more interesting because you're trying to figure out how to travel, how to reintegrate yourself within the Disney community. Um, but these, this trip and actually the one that I took in April were a really good um, opportunity for us to reevaluate what Disney is all about and not having it for two years really showcased what we actually think about as our happy place. Excellent. Well, you do vacation a little different than Carrie and I do, which is great because we always want different perspectives on the podcast. Um, and in fact, we did talk about you a little bit on last week's podcast about one of the adventures that you had and how we're not sure if it's something that we, well, we kind of joked that we should do it. But why don't we get started talking about um, talking about your trip? So where did you stay? How long did you go for? And who were you traveling with? So we went down. I traveled with my partner, Jill. Uh, we were celebrating our 10-year anniversary. And yes, so we happy stayed. anniversary. Thank you. Uh, we got our, our magical buttons, um, which are behind me. So they were our happy anniversary or celebration buttons. And I also bought a brand new uh, happy birthday, Dustin, button because my birthday nice. was at the beginning of uh, the, the month. And a lot of people don't know that you can actually get a personalized button. Uh, it costs a little bit of money, so it's 3 bucks to actually get the name and then another $3 to get all the specialty fireworks and that kind of thing. But you can get those <laughs> at the um, the Christmas shop, so the one in uh, Magic Kingdom as well as the one in uh, Disney Springs. So nice. we went down for seven, day seven days. We stayed at the Quality Inn by the Park. There's a strategy for this, by the way. Um, okay. <laughs> we stayed off property. Because we knew that we were going to be spending more money on property, which meant that our budget going into this was a, uh, a pool. And you wanted to make sure that at the end of the day, if you were spending more on your resort, but you weren't spending any time at the resort, at the end of the day, you really just need uh, a bed. So we found this location. It was a five-minute drive or $7 Uber ride. Nice, Disney nice. Animal Kingdom. So oh, okay. It was a great value. Anytime we wanted to go up to Magic Kingdom, for example, it would be $13 on Uber to get to the Contemporary Resort. And then we would walk across the street. If we wanted to go to Epcot and or Disney's Hollywood Studios, we would take an Uber to um, the Yacht and Beach Club, start out the day, get some fresh cold water, from the, uh, the, the shops <laughs> and the sundry shops. Yep. And then you would start from there and then you go into the park. So it was always strategic knowing that we were staying off property, but we wanted to start the day being on property. Right. So it was a very important thing, but we ended up doing uh, seven days. So we bought a three-day park-based um, ticket. We also were going to be doing uh, the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Mm. And I had two past cast member um, passes from when I worked with the company that actually had no expiry. 
So during this time period where Disney doesn't have annual passes to purchase unless you are renewing, yeah. you have to look at the options. And for us, it made more sense for us to utilize some of these outdated um, uh, forms of media in order to get into the parks while Disney figures out whether or not they're going to ever have annual passes again, which I'm hoping they, they do it soon. It's uh, so frustrating <laughs> that they don't have them. Yeah, especially when there is annual pass merchandise and yes. you can't buy it unless you are an annual pass holder or you go up and you mention that you used to be a Disney pass holder and <laughs> they'll sell it to you. Uh, pity on you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of pity. It works out great. So <laughs> we we had a blast. We did all four parks uh, and then we had um, a couple of situations come up as it happens in September. We um, we got caught in rain multiple days. So uh, what I'm doing actually for, for all of our listeners, um, I'm actually scrolling through photos. So that way, um, both Francine uh, and and Carrie can look at what uh, what happened. I took about 5000 photos. Um, <laughs> Steps to Magic has a lot of content and I like to make sure that everything is up to date. So yes. uh, the big thing, the big news, actually, that I don't know if anyone's ever talked about, what happened to the NASA store at MCO? <laughs> is there it gone? Is, is it it's gone? It's fully gone. It's <laughs> fully gone. When we walked in, it was oh. one of the stores that we absolutely loved going to. And it was always just on our, our route. And we would start at, you know, SeaWorld. We would go over to... Um, the the Universal store, we would go to... There's uh, a SeaWorld store? There is, in fact, the <laughs> SeaWorld store. Uh, it's, it's a fun a fun location. Um, it is I right love here. Because they, have, so they be- have Muppet stuffies there. Exactly. Oh, Sesame Street. <laughs> so they, they've realized who their, their audience is. Um, I really want that Super Grover every time I'm like, Do, should I buy a Super Grover stuffy? You the should. answer is always yes. Yeah. 100%. How have I not been in this store? You need and not to spend more seen time a Super Grover. Yeah. It's, it's, is it before you go through security? It's mm-hmm. right after you pick up your no. bags or before you pick up your bags. So it's in the, the main atrium uh, before you go into security. So usually if you're hmm. leaving at seven yeah. or eight o'clock in the morning, none of the shops are open. Right. But if you do what I do and actually make sure that our flight correspond with the opening hours of the airport and spend a little bit more money uh we spend uh, at least an hour in that airport before we go to the resort because i absolutely love that airport mco if you have any merchandise please send me a note um wow so it's it's a blast so what we ended up doing um was going from there over to disney springs have y'all discovered polite pig yeah yeah I love polite pig. So <laughs> their their waffle fries are amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I just want to give a shout out to the team there because not only do they have a great uh, menu, but they also know how to do vegetarian correctly. So mm. my partner is vegetarian. I am not. But if you go to polite pig, you can make an entire meal off of their market size which for $6 each or three for 16, you can get everything from roasted beets, barbecue cauliflower, grilled street corn, potato tots, everything, mac and cheese. And that's a really good meal and a good deal. 
So mm-hmm. just wanted to give them a shout out. Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't think of polite pig for vegetarian barbecue. options. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a smell that gets me. Like the reason why I don't want to eat there, like, is the smell, like the barbecue. Like, and I like barbecue, like a little bit. You don't like the like, smell it, it of you. polite pig? Yeah, it like hits you. You have to want to have it because if it hit, like you're coming down that escalator and you're thinking, oh, I just, you know, going to Disney Springs, you're thinking, I don't know, you're going to smell anything but and you come down that elevator i don't know what, what if that's a what garage that is the lime garage whatever garage yeah is, and you come down and it just hits you and you're like boy that's the last thing i want to smell three seconds after i arrived at disney springs so i've never been there i noticed wow yeah, like, next time i'll make sure you notice yeah 100 percent it's and it's really interesting. You go in and you stand in line, you order your food, and then you go and find a seat. So it's basically a communal um, seating area, which means that from the outside you may see a line, but as soon as you go in, everything's mm. good. So it was yeah. a really. We actually ate there twice on our, oh. our uh, adventures. So it was That's good, good enough that we chose that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard nothing but rave reviews about it. Like everyone says, it's. I've awesome. eaten there a few times. I like it. Yeah, I like it's, it. Is great. Um, so we, I, I, I'm not going to do the full rundown of every single day because then there's a lot. We'll be here until next week. <laughs> exactly. If you want information, go over to Steps to Magic. I have about 50 different articles that are on the run right now. I'll be publishing them soon. Uh, he puts us to shame, right? Runs. Like seriously, 50 articles. I'm so proud that I wrote one last month. <laughs> <laughs> You guys got to do Disney Spring or uh, D23 and you were able to do a lot. Uh, yes. I think it's just one of those things when you're experiencing it, you don't think about the articles until you're at home going through the photos and you're like, oh, I did something that could be of use uh, for someone yeah. else. Like we went to the Sanaa Lounge, we by the way. Do. I don't think anything that Fran and I ever do is <laughs> No, you, when you guys went to D23... I was very um, interested to hear about all of the virtual cues for merchandise because when you're spending that kind of money to get into a location and they're putting roadblocks in front of you in order to keep the money in your pocket and not going to the Disney shareholders, then that's an issue. Especially when we have things that we want to buy. (laughs) We'll talk about this in a little bit when I talk about the uh, not-so-scary Halloween party. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm excited to hear that. Oh, it's, yeah, I, I have my Halloween candy right beside me. Um, <laughs> so we ended up staying off property, as I said, but we ended up going back and forth every single day. Uh, Magic Kingdom Day, we started with um, Ohana, and it was a, an absolute blast. The things that I'll, I'll talk about first off was that, and starting off with, with a, a huge bang, we did go to Victorian Albert. So Victorian yes. Alberts right now is getting a lot of press online. Uh, everyone is focusing on the dollars. Uh, it is $295 per person to experience the, uh, the meal. It is a 7 to 10 course meal, which allows for everyone to have many, many different options. Uh, it is all seasonal. It is things that are... Um, absolutely incredible. Uh, but I have to preface this by saying that we have been before. Yes. This was actually the third time that we had been to Victoria and Albert. We started off our journey back in 2017 in the Queen Victoria room. 
we then booked another trip around the the main dining room, and then and that was to celebrate our five year anniversary. This was to celebrate our ten year anniversary. Nice. And I'm this bringing is that up. Oh, sorry. Go on. Go ahead. No, this is the thing that Carrie and I were talking about on last week's podcast. How we 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 should do it, but then then we shouldn't. And Carrie suggested that. If we did it, they might not let us come back. <laughs> so maybe we should, just to say we did. Yeah. They're, they're so amazing. Like, the staff is incredible, but I think a lot of people are focusing on the price. And in the world in which the Walt Disney World um, uh, ecosystem has taken away things like the annual passes, made, it, made passes and, and media so expensive, uh, Coke is now $5. Yes. I'm sorry. Coke for $5. Those little magic wands, the mm-hmm. uh, light-up ones, are now $30. Wow. When you're thinking about the overall landscape of going to Walt Disney World, 100%, it's expensive. But if you know how to budget correctly, like we did, which mm-hmm. allowed us to stay off property, spend less. By the way, going from Toronto down to Florida for an entire week, for flight and hotel was $1,400 Canadian for both yes. of me and my partner. Yeah, you so, got a good deal on your flights. Exactly. So because we had scouted that out, everyone else who was talking about how expensive it was, 100%, but that's because we stayed at the Quality Inn by the parks and we didn't right. stay at uh, the Holiday Inn Disney Springs where we usually stay, which were twelve mm. to $1,400 per person right or staying on property which were two to four thousand dollars per person we right. decided to make our budget go differently so with victorian alberts 100 percent, it's a very different experience you're looking at seven courses and uh in between every course they bring out a bread so you have a different type of a uh, a bread and a butter with every single one but then aren't you um, full sounds delicious <laughs> but then like aren't you full if you're eating me bread up. like seven pieces of bread sign me up <laughs> yeah it's, but it's a four hour experience so oh. when we went you start at set six or seven o'clock there's seatings that go six uh six thirty seven seven thirty eight and people who are there, they stagger the seating and you have a wait, a wait staff that's specifically assigned to your table. Wow. And they're yours for the night. So if you need anything, like for me, I don't drink all that much. So I just went with soda. Um, every time I got like a third of the way down, there was a new soda in front of me. Wow. Uh, and what was really funny was that they have this little um, thing that is, I don't know what to call it. It's a, a piece of metal that has four sticks on the either side. They use that for the straw. So when they bring a straw out, they put your straw on this little piece of metal. And it, it, it's, it's so such it's, a cool thing. So it's not thing. wrapped up in paper where you nope. peel the end off and pull your straw out. Nope. They literally come out with tweezers with little, oh little tongs and they place it in front of you. Yikes. So wow. Everything is seasonal. You won't go and have the same meal that you've had before. Everything changes. Um, the, the wait staff are really good with experience explaining what you are having so when you're a vegetarian you have a different meal than when you're a meat eater so there's a lot of things that you can do uh 
you also have uh, a harp player, which like, is fun because they play Disney music on harps. So, so that fancy was fun. dancy. Yeah. When you're spending this kind of money, it's all about the experience, right? Right. Oh, for sure. So you go through the meal. They're explaining everything. They're showcasing everything. They're, they're sharing. Here's what you're, you're eating. Here's what you're about to eat. They have a cheese course. They have all of these things. Um, a cheese course. A cheese course. The cheese course <laughs> is absolutely incredible because they have uh, cheese. They put honeycomb. They have um, different types of fruit. And, oh, it is just amazing. Wow. Um, and then after that, then you go into the, uh, the tea and the coffee where what they'll do is they actually have a, uh, a machine. We call it a science. That's what I was going to say. It looks like a science experiment. It yes, fully so. is. Um, and it's, it's really cool to see, but they bring that out and then you have your desserts and it's a full meal. Uh, we were very excited. We actually got the opportunity to go into the, um, into the kitchen to meet with the, the, the chef and our entire wait staff. And it was an absolute blast. Uh, we, we couldn't say that it, it isn't worth it because for us, it is. Yeah. I understand that it's a huge price point. Huge. Yeah. But we had, we went to Garden Grill on our last vacation and it was 50 to $60 per person after tip came to about $150. Mm-hmm. When you compare that to yes. Victorian Albert, I'd rather go to Polite Pig or to a quick service a couple of times and then do a big splurge. Yes. So this is something where for us, it made sense for other people. No, I have friends who will never go to Victorian Alberts and they are more than happy to go and do deluxe burger and do Pecos bills and do uh, Columbia Harbor house. And they're happy with that. And you know what? That's what Disney is about. You can choose where you want to dine. His food is fully subjective. Oh, it is. But it, this looks like, like, there's the part of me that looks at this and says, because, like, there's a full-on dress code. Obviously, you don't go into a place with a harp and, and walk up, you know, rock up in your shorts and a t-shirt. But, <laughs> but I just, I, I want to experience this because I feel like you haven't really experienced good food until you've had, like, a dinner like this where the chef is... So, but I can't imagine Carrie and I sitting in here for four what? hours and not making complete probably, probably idiots. We need ourselves. to bring like a deck of Uno cards or something. <laughs> like, I can't imagine us doing this experience. Like I have visions of me knocking over the teapot or like something stupid. So yeah, but I but I do want to experience like this. Carrie, think of it. This would be kind of like the experience the, we'd get at your um your Disneyland bucket list thing. Yeah, well, you don't have to convince me. I'll do it. We just got to book it. Like I said, we just may never get. We may not get invited back. The we'll picture of us in the kitchen. Don't let these two back in. So the booking is difficult. I will preface that. Uh, we tried to get on for a very very long time. We were there uh, sixty days out couldn't get on um i even sent an email asking to get onto the wait list nothing ever came from that the only reason that i got my reservation was four days before our trip it was saturday night at 11 p.m 
<laughs> and someone canceled. And it wow. showed up on the My Disney Experience app, and I was scrolling through, and I'm like, yes. I you must have been so right excited. <laughs> and it worked out. And if, if we smokes. didn't go there, I would have still been happy. We would have done something else. But it allowed us to do something special. And I think that's oh. what a lot of people are, are forgetting, is that Victorian Alberts, just like Narcoosie's was, or California Grill oh, yeah. is, or um, Storybook uh, Dining over at Artist Point, all of these things are special. And if you have the opportunity to do it, you do it. Mm. Ohana breakfast, you do that. <laughs> you, you don't really think on the sidelines. If you see it on... Hundred percent. This is something Victorian Alberts is something where we will book a vacation around. Right. So now, that's something to look into. All right. So it sounds fantastic, but just tell me a little about the desserts. Oh, okay. I will show you. <laughs> tell me desserts to France. Let's let's talk desserts just for a second because fancy. you had pictures of like some fancy dancy chocolate stuff. And like the chocolate, it's it's like all about the chocolate for me. Oh, hundred percent. And what I'm going to do is actually get out our um, uh, special Victorian Albert menu. By the way, oh. you get menus. Um, you get souvenirs so. for scrapbooking. Exactly. <laughs> so the oh, and what was really funny was that for this one, all the chefs signed our menu. Oh, nice. So we, oh, that's cool. we did a full, like, this was just going to be fun. So for, um, let's see here, I believe for Jill, she was able to get a honey elderflower ice cream, a warm chocolate cookie, a spectrum of chocolate, a pistachio petite foie, a mm-hmm. praline truffle, a pavlova, and a tropical caramel. That was all of her desserts or that was just her options? That was all of her desserts. I have photos to prove it. Oh, that's cool. Oh, my gosh. Love so it. you so, get all of those? Like, I, we couldn't eat for days before we went, Carrie. So this was the cookie. By the way, I'm, I, looks all of these photos will be over on Steps to Magic very soon. Um, but there was uh, cookies. There was e- oh like my amazing goodness. little things. They were all <sighs> so different and so unique. And what a lot of people don't think is that you can find this at Disney. Wow. So, so what did you have? Blast. What did you have? <laughs> um, on mine, I'm, I have to go from one uh, souvenir menu to the other souvenir menu. Yeah, Carrie, maybe we got to try it. Okay. So actually, the only thing that was different was that with mine, I got the cherry rhubarb part. But it was Ooh. still uh, Praline Temple. Um, pistachio, petite pois, the praline truffle, pavlova, warm chocolate cookie, and then the honey elderflower ice cream. I'll bet uh, you that cookie was good. It was fresh, like literally to the extent where we should have let it sit for another two minutes or so because the inside was piping hot. Like right out of the oven. Like, yeah. So the so one thing that I will share is that uh, Victorian Alberts doesn't have any... Um, how do you put it? No merchandise. You can't really buy anything. So what I did was I asked. Yeah, hundred percent. So I asked our staff, our uh, wait staff, if they had anything. So they, they hooked (laughs) me up with uh, like random stuff, which is actually part of something where when Francine and I go for lunch fairly shortly, um, 
there's something in this bag for her. Oh, nice. Nice. Because Francine said that I wasn't allowed to bring any mugs back. No, I, so, we talked about it on the podcast. No mugs. I'm done. No mugs. <laughs> She's sworn off mugs yeah. for now. So what, so what we're going to do is we're going to start a new trend, which is uh, I have a couple of gifts that I secured while down in Florida. And I think that uh, more people should bring them back. Don't worry about the cost. We just need to know that Fran has too many mugs. Yeah. <laughs> so we went from there, completely different experience from uh, from a normal Disney vacation. Uh, but I do want to touch on the Halloween party. Yes, so, because, you know, Carrie and I have pretty much sworn off the parties. We don't do them yeah. anymore because they're too and, busy. And I don't blame you at all. Uh, it was one hundred and twenty dollars per person. Mm-hmm. With the parties, uh, the party goes from seven till midnight. You can get into the park as of four o'clock, and then for those rest of the uh, rest of the night, uh, regular guests can stay in the park until six. In between six and seven is when they start clearing people out. Uh, basically, they start at the back of the park and they put cast members side by side with. Mm. Um, uh, and I'm showing a photo right now, but basically they 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 cast members from different areas and you can't go into different areas if you don't have a wristband right so they basically start steering everyone back to the front of the park they can play in main street usa everything's fine but this trip and this party was so poorly designed and executed and i'm coming at this from a a level of someone who loves halloween I love Halloween. I come from a family who also love Halloween. Uh, We dress up. We play. We have so much fun. But the exclusive merchandise that goes into the Halloween party, you go to these parties in order to secure some of these things. When we showed up, we asked, where's the, the, um, the merchandise going to be sold. It was only going to be up at the front in the Emporium. It was not in the back where the, um, uh, where they tend to put some of the exclusive stuff in Frontierland. They didn't do that this year. So it's all up in one single section in the Emporium. Everyone's going for it. You've got your, uh, what did they have? They had like long sleeve spirit jerseys, everything like that, but they had an exclusive t-shirt. Imagine going to a party where this is Disney. This is the Disney company, one of the largest producers of merchandise that anybody Mm -hmm. can buy. And you spend $120. You go to this park expecting to be able to buy exclusive merchandise that's only for this. Imagine showing up and getting to the line where there is a massive amount of people and the t-shirt, the t-shirt rack is full. You think you hit gold. Yes. And then you look <laughs> and they are all small. <laughs> Dead serious. All small. Every it. single one of them was a small. And apparently this is not new. This no. is what has been happening to a number of parties where you show up and you think that they are well stocked, but they are not. They're, and this may come off to outsiders as being kind of like, oh, negative and this 
No, when you're in the Disney community, you have expectations. Disney has set up <laughs> expectations in order to convince you to spend additional money, stay on property, you're in the Disney bubble, Disney will take care of you. Disney has higher standards. Yeah. So why is it that when you show up at seven o'clock, this wasn't later on in the night, this was right at seven o'clock and they put out this exclusive merchandise for this party. Also keep in mind, this is September. This is not October. This isn't the last Halloween party or something where they've all run out. So they didn't have the merchandise. They, they really didn't bring it with the food and the beverages. Uh, Mm. There was a lot of missed, things uh some of the occlusive merchant um food didn't have certain elements or the drinks were missing certain things uh i do want to point out the fact that when we went the day of and once again i have a photo of it um at three o'clock they had shuttered uh gaston's gaston's when you posted that i did not i was like what there must yeah. have been, like, that can't be right. They had closed Gaston's at 3 o'clock. They had closed Gaston's Bonjour Gift. They had shuttered that entire area. And no mm. signage. No signage wow. saying that they, it was shuttered or anything like that. So people were going in confused. But imagine the, the Ma- Magic Kingdom is the icon. And you're having a sold-out Halloween party and where some thousands are of closed. guests. And here's the thing. And I know that I talked with a cast member. <laughs> and he said that they have the staff. They have the ingredients. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for them to shut this location. Wow. They had the staff. They had the product. That's so, insane. That doesn't make any sense. And then to shut a, a place that literally LeFou's Brew is an iconic uh, thing. That's almost like shuttering Aloha Isle uh, before a party. Um, but then they also shuttered uh, Bonjour Gifts. Why yeah. would you shut down a gift shop? That's, yeah, that's literally so printing money. So wow. we were going through this in our head trying to figure out why things were the way that they were. It was incredibly busy. Uh, the yeah, your party was sold great. out, right? Your party was a sold out party. Every, Every party, party, is a sold out party is fully shut down. Uh, oh yeah, that's out. right. They're all sold out, aren't they? Yep. Wow. So we we did what everyone else does. You watch the first parade from a not so good angle, and then the second parade you get it from in front of the castle. So we did that. It was super fun and super exciting. Um, we saw the fireworks. Fireworks were great. Um. And was the second parade less busy? Like, was nope. that? No. No, because no. everyone hangs out in the hub. Because you've got, uh, now, in the past, families, 100%. The families Yeah, leave. the families all leave after the first one. But what we saw, and once again, this is one night of the entire party. This one party, it seemed like a lot of the families had geared up for it. Hmm. There were a lot of mental breakdowns for the kids, Aww. which meant <laughs> the families were putting pressure on the kids because of the price point and the expectation. Yeah. yeah. So we did see that it happened a lot. But when we walked away, we were still like, oh, that was a fun night. But it wasn't the way that it was in the past. And that bonjour gifts and uh, Le Fou's brew and that kind of thing just 
it stuck around is just it was unnecessary. That like, stuck in your craw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, this is what grinds my gears. And it was the weirdest thing because it kept going on. So there are yeah. things in the Magic Kingdom that are shut down that have never reopened. There are things in Hollywood Studios. They still haven't opened up the Muppets store or the Christmas store. Oh, and now you're they, now you're speaking to her. You're now you're speaking to her. Well, there wasn't much of a Muppet store left, anyways. Unfortunately, yeah. The last time we were in it, there wasn't much in it. Well, and the that's exactly store. very similar to in the Magic Kingdom in the back in Storybook Circus. How Big mm. Top Souvenirs has now become a spot where they they have their food. They have a little bit of merchandise, but it's nothing like it was. Mm-hmm. We saw tables and people just hanging out and they didn't have merchandise. And we're like, you're Disney. Like, yeah, I I and- will say I'm guilty of using those tables in the big top. I used them in September. It was it was I hot. Agree. And by the time I got there, I needed to sit down. <laughs> so I think one of the things that this trip showcased is that Disney has gone too far in certain ways like i'm sorry six dollars and 25 cents for a mickey's premium ice cream bar or five dollars for a soda you can get a beer for that fyi (laughs) and things were just crazy and so we we made a we made a purchase of a um a 50th anniversary starbucks mug nice nice guess how much this was it is a a substantial um, mug. It is not. It's like it's kind of cute, but it's just Starbucks branded. It's not a thermos or anything like that. Okay, Carrie, you guess. You guess. I'm, it's forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, it's fifty bucks. <laughs> fifty U.S. Let's explain to explain to the listeners what that would be in Canadian <laughs> for the ones that aren't Canadian. <laughs> right the now is what. It's seventy-two, <laughs> seventy-two cents to the dollar. Yeah, yeah, lots. yeah. So, it's one expensive cup, sippy cup. Yeah, and so when we're looking at the the current Disney products, a lot of things are very expensive. Things are still reasonable. You can still get deals, but the way that certain things have changed within the Disney product in the Disney atmosphere, and not having the the correct products, assortments, and not buying correctly, not having uh, experiences for the entire family and focusing a lot on the the extras. You guys saw it at D23. Mm-hmm. The Disney company has shifted and you can still go down and have a blast, have an absolute blast. But as soon as something gets in the way that is unnecessary, that's when it pulls you out of the Disney magic. Mm. Well, I can tell you the the small shirts were an issue at the expo as well. Like, Carrie, I can't remember what it was. There was a shirt that we were looking for, and there were racks of them, and they were all small. Yeah, that was the Muppet, the Muppet stuff. The Muppet was all, stuff. It, but, it was like, all small. A, well, that's the the thing about the Muppet stuff was that usually there wouldn't still be Muppet stuff there. Like, they kept like they're on like it. That was really left. Like, I think it was leftovers, right? They should have had something <laughs> yeah. new for us there. And not Muppet stuff. And that's why it was like the leftover Muppet stuff. Let's get rid of it. Yeah. One thing that they did this year for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, which was huge, is there's no pins. 
Like there's no, there's no specific, they no usually special have, pins. they have event pins, they have limited edition pins, multiple ones, they usually have mystery box pins that are specifically for the Halloween party and they sell out like, mm-hmm. and they're going nope. like all of the pin traders were there for the first, like the, the very first Mickey's or the Halloween party was right when the pin event was. And you know how many pin people bought tickets to that first and second party because, and then they got there and there was, there was no <laughs> there pins was and there's no, no like you bought your ticket. Like, are you really going to be like Disney? Can I have my money back because there's no pins and that's the only reason I'm going. <laughs> like I we can't would spend all, more at the pin event. We would always go to the Halloween party and we would get the pins and we'd be sitting in frontier land, waiting for the first parade, trading our pins, getting our mystery boxes, you know, that's what we did, and that's completely so non-existent. We, we can talk pins anytime you would like. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love pins. I, I have so much fun with pins. I've been a collector of pins for years and years. Um, when I worked for, for the company back in 2007, 2008, this was one of our things that we had fun with. I love pins. I miss the Disney cast member interactions with pins because you don't actually talk to anyone anymore. You go up and you look at the pin board and there is, it's all traders. Um, so you don't have that influx of, uh, of experiences. You also, they've started to put, so they have all the different colors on the back of the pins, but then there's other pins that will show up and they won't be a color. They're more expensive than the colors. <laughs> and then they're starting to put two and three pins into a single thing. And that's an additional cost. I noticed the Mickey's not so scary, um, uh, non-exclusive pin. Uh, we were shocked because pins are such a basic part of the Disney ecosystem. And they've made it, they've trained Disney guests to look forward to this. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they had um, Father's Day and... Teacher's Day and Happy Thursday, and here's a you know the the back in the day with all the Disney afternoon they have all these pins, but yet they couldn't make up a style for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. They couldn't. They actually don't have pins for every single attraction, which shocked me. They have no mission space, which was kind of weird mm, to me. I'm like, that doesn't weird. really make any sense. But the thing that I missed was just being able to talk to cast members. Now, when you're trading, the, the thing that I will talk about with um, Mickey's Not So Scary and the, the the physical thing that you used to get, which was the um, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom card. Now they gave a lithograph, just a basic mm. piece of paper, and you get it as you're walking out. And it's a nice thing. It's it's a, a regular eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, but. Is that really something that's interesting? No, it'll show up on eBay. People will spend six dollars on it. Right. You know like, what it is. No joke. Like we would go to the house, like as the pin tra- collectors, and we would go just for that card as well. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Noted. I have found my audience. Yep. <laughs> I would go. We would go for that card too. We'd yep. go for the card and to buy pins, and that's it, pretty much. Uh, that was the whole been, party. How many, yeah. how many Halloween parties can you go to? Twelve. Oh, <laughs> it now I will I will give a super quick um, rundown. We did uh, stop in and say hi to the Canadian um, Pavilion and all of the pavilions around the world showcase. They are starting to integrate 
the cultural representative program into the the pavilion. Mm-hmm. So welcome uh, to all of those new cast members that are starting their journey within um, attractions and food and beverage and custodial. Uh, live it up, have fun, enjoy the the amazing weather because it's getting worse up here. Um, <laughs> but the other thing that I will share is, did y'all have issues with Uber? In when we were in Orlando, we I yeah. only use I only use Lyft in in Orlando. I really there's, I I really only used Lyft. There's some surge pricing issues. I just want everyone to know when you get to um, that that part of your trip, if you see a surge pricing for forty one dollars taking you from one spot on property to the other, just wait, wait ten minutes, wait twenty minutes. It's all good. You're on, you're on Disney property. Don't yeah. be afraid to walk around. And uh, that was an issue that we saw. But the other one that I'll uh, bring up just because it's, it's an absolute blast is we haven't seen the attractions in worse shape. We stopped five times on the Haunted Mansion. Oh, in wow. One round. <laughs> That's we a lot. We stopped four times on Spaceship Earth. Things kept breaking things kept like the maintenance you'll see it online a lot of people talk about the maintenance it's the basics and i think that's the one thing that as you go to disney just have expectations that it's not the same that it was and as soon as you have that expectation you can go in and you can have fun but there were things that were broken there were things that were not all there uh, we saw a lot of those issues. And I think when you're paying that kind of money and having those types of expectations, things do show up and it could be a little difficult. But I just can wanted I to play, let everyone know. Can I play devil's advocate and ask, is it possible that the Haunted Mansion, they were onboarding and offboarding um, physically challenged ETVs people? And that kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. Because those so, rides, they do they do not have a way for them to get on and off without stopping the ride. So maybe a couple of them, probably not five, but maybe a couple of them <laughs> could have been yeah. that. And <laughs> maybe. we did see that with um, the uh, She's With Nemo and Friends. And you see mm. that with especially anything that has that on, Omnimover uh, experience. Yeah. But there were things that were missing in Spaceship Earth. There were mm. things that were missing in Haunted Mansion. And you didn't realize it until you walk back and you're like, oh, wasn't that supposed to be there? Like the floating um, Navi in the standby line was not there when we were walking through standby. Oh, you're line. kidding. Like wasn't with this there. tube there? They were cleaning out the fish there. tank maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> don't realize it until That's you're walking weird. through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there are things that are wrong, but on my end, Polite Pig was a, a big hit. Victorian Alberts was a big hit. You can't go wrong with the party. I, I know it. it's difficult to think about spending that kind of money for five hours, but have fun. And uh, the last thing that I'll bring up is uh, we had beignets. Um, and we, we went to, where was it? It was at the, the cafe. And we went in and it was incredible because you can typically only get them from five till 10 at night, but they have the cafe open for the entire time, uh, entire day. So we went and it was a very 
pleasant time, and it's a 10-minute boat ride back to Disney Springs. Yes. Yes. That's a good one. Port Orleans yeah, so, French Quarter. I do love that resort. It's beautiful to photograph. It's so much fun. So we'll have a lot over on Steps to Magic. And obviously, as people start to go back and have fun, the holidays are going to be incredible. But Halloween is, is some of my favorite times. So please have fun, everyone who goes. And uh, I think my next question is, so when are you folks going down again? Because once you have the bug, you tend yeah. to always have that next trip. Oh, yeah, always. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We uh, So our next one booked is for December. Um, we have one booked for December. Can we, can we slide something in in the middle? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a quick trip or something. I don't know. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we've got December planned for sure. And he's, oh, you're showing this picture here of the water. It's a discount. So yep. the bottled water in certain areas stayed at three fifty, yes. but the sodas went up to five dollars. Well, the smart water is five dollars. The Desani is three fifty, and oh. I'll give you the tip: is they don't always have the Desani water available, so you have to be selective about where you buy the water because. They, yeah, like I walked out one day to the Magic Kingdom and at the, I thought I'll stop at the front and get a bottle of water. And of course, mm -hmm. they didn't have Dasani. They only had the smart water. So I paid five, five fifty or whatever for whatever. I had it drank before I got to the bus stop because it was so hot. But still, uh, yeah, yeah, you're in Florida. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking about oh. that big bottle of smart water I got for you at Disneyland. When oh I my to go gosh. Get my corn so dog. I say, I'm sitting waiting. So seriously, I'm sitting waiting for fireworks at Disneyland. Carrie's insisting we stay. I'm tired. I want to go to the hotel, but whatever. She's like, I'm going to go get a corn dog. Do you want anything? I'm like, fine. Can you just, can you just give me a bottle of water? So off she goes. I'm holding the seat. Like we've got the primo best seats in the house. We're up on the train station. People's trying to come guide steal. Made sure she had a great spot to watch right? the Right, people fireworks. are trying to steal the seat. I'm messaging her like, where are you? She's sending me random pictures and I can't tell where she is, whatever. She comes back to the seat with this bottle of... How much was this bottle of smart water? You <laughs> the thing was, is because you said to break your $20. So I went to the corn dog cart. <laughs> Lineup was like 50 people long. I'm like, well, I can't wait for that. I'm going to miss the fireworks. So I ordered my corn dog... <laughs> on the app but you wanted me to break your twenty dollars for well, your water I so change. i couldn't buy one yeah. so on the way back i hit one of those rolly carts and i don't know how much it cost you should you didn't check it probably like twelve dollars <laughs> twelve dollars for this bottle of water it was, <laughs> it was gigantic could have shared it with a family of 10 <laughs> but yes we yeah. paid like twelve dollars for that bottle of water it was good though i drank it all before Maybe the fireworks were finished Maybe, maybe. I, I still love the, the story when you bought um, a case of water and they showed up at the hotel and oh they were my the little gosh. <laughs> The ones that you give little, little kids in their lunch. Ones. Like <laughs> one, one sip and they're gone. Um, I do have to agree. So this, this is oh, a yes. take. So I went on Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. How did we not talk about that? Because there's so we talked about Victorian Alberts. We talked about the... the pins and everything um with guardians of the galaxy so first off we we started in the morning we both had alarms for um the my disney experience getting up at six or seven whatever it was 
um, that morning, the entire My Disney Experience uh, ecosystem was down. Well, no, down. That was the day. We all know that day. <laughs> that was the day. So mm. we didn't get the first one. So we had to be in Epcot at 1 p.m. to get it. All fine. Not a big deal. So we get the boarding group. It's 400 minutes away. Sure. Uh, right before I had gone and had a really pleasant meal at the oh, creepery. Uh, oh, the creepery. Yeah. And I it wanted was to try really that. Nice. It's, it's a pleasant experience. You go in, you have really nice wait staff. They have air conditioning. They have water. You're good to go. Well, I'm really afraid right where the story's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so right afterwards, um, we, we get the notification, hey, you've got an hour to go on Ride Guardians. And I'm like, you know what? Can, can we take just the long way around? So I'm waddling along because when you see, here's, here's the crepe that I had. It, it was a mm. substantial crepe. It was very well done. It wasn't overpowering. It was just a really good crepe. Um, so we're waddling along and I'm, I'm excited. I'm fat and happy. I'm like, hey, <laughs> this, is, this is all good. I just had a crepe. And so we get to Guardian and I look over and I'm seeing somebody throw up in the bushes. Uh-oh. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go back to creation and we're going to walk through the shop and we're going to just take a little bit more time. I think there's a shirt that I may want to go and buy, which, by the way, I did buy. It's uh, the <laughs> Epcot shirt that I've... Why don't they have regular Epcot merchandise in Creations, by the way? There's like no Epcot exclusive merchandise. Nonetheless. So we go back to the, the standby queue. Everything's fine and dandy. We... Scanner magic ads in. We go through the entire thing. I have a family in front of me, a family behind me, and they have kids, and they are so excited. Oh my god, this is so exciting! Look at us, we're in Guardians of the Galaxy. We've done this three times already today. And I look at the parents. I'm like, how did you spend that much on Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, and so we get to the front, and we get front row. Okay. Guardians of the Galaxy is a high intensity rock and it's a roller coaster style experience where it hurts yeah so it spoiler it could be spoilers coming up for anybody you might fast forward if you don't want to hear them but i've already given it all away on another episode so exactly, go on. and that's why we're waiting for the very <laughs> end to talk about this it wasn't the the shoot backwards that got me no it was no and i because you had warned me I oh, so you were prepared. So you I were prepared. prepared. <laughs> what I wasn't prepared on was section four of the attraction when they spin your car while going in a corkscrew in a downward <laughs> pattern. And oh, I didn't even looking, remember that. Oh, I do. It was, ew. It, it did not make <laughs> me feel good. Uh, <laughs> so, and She'll love it. She'll love the experience. She had a blast. She also reminded me on our last trip that I had trouble with Big Thunder Mountain. Oh. So now it's getting to the point where it's not the experience. It's just I'm starting to get to that age. <laughs> and Welcome to the club. Welcome. Yep. <laughs> Welcome we to all have our t-shirts. party. <laughs> yep. Well, your membership card's in the mail. Exactly. And it was an absolute blast, but... I will say it is incredibly well-themed. It was uh, a really 
fun experience. What I didn't like was afterwards realizing how impactful it was to my stomach that I had to go and ride the nighttime version of living with the land. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which by the way, is completely different experience versus the daytime or anything. So, uh, it, it was not a good night afterwards. We had a beaches and cream, uh, set up for 10 PM that we had to actually walk past and check in as I was going to an Uber. Um, it wasn't, a it's not for everyone. And yeah. I will, I, I don't think I'm the first to say the guardians isn't the, the family style experience that uh, a lot of folks are, are expecting. I, I hope Tron is, but oh, it wasn't really the, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of comments within the guardians world, people who have gone on the experience and it is a roller coaster. It's, it's high intensity and there's a lot of, um, you know, effects that take you out of this world. But you're also on a roller coaster track where the car moves. Yes. So there's a lot to know about as you're going through this experience. It's not going to be for everyone. But Carrie, you said it didn't make you feel sicky. Like it didn't make you feel sick. It made me feel like as if I was feeling like if I rode um, like Expedition Everest or something like I don't feel like a, I don't feel like 100% when I'm done, but it doesn't wreck me. Like I just need a couple minutes to kind of get myself back and then I'm OK. <laughs> yeah. But again, I rode it first thing in the morning. Like we were in the yes. park before opening. They walked us in. We got to go in it like it was that experience fresh and whatever, like I have friends there now and they were and they were there they were on their way out of Epcot and their boarding group came they thought it was going to be hours later and they were all like they were ready to they needed to take a break cuz they were so overheated and I and I was messaging her saying like well I'm like I'm sure they'll guarantee your your wait time if you come back tonight cuz I said if you really if you guys are like overheated and exhausted and they've been in the sun and whatever I go you might not enjoy it yeah. And um and that's that's how I think like I don't know that I would ride that ride any other time but um at the start of the day I don't know that I would do it in the summertime when it was hot 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 like you know later yeah. on cuz I think it would not be fun. Like I think I need to be in a good spot in order There needs to, ride to be it. the perfect conditions. Yeah. Yep. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Yep. Fully agree. Yeah. So that that was my trip uh there's going to be a lot over on stepsmagic uh yes. dot com. Uh, very excited to do the um, the Victoria and Albert uh, rundown, but realistically, there's always more to come in the Disney community. So if there's uh, anything people would like to chat about or any ideas or thoughts, let me know. But I know within Pixie Dust Fan, there's always more to talk about because there's always another <laughs> Disney activity. There mm -hmm. is. There is. Although, Carrie, like I'm thinking, like, is this something we need to start thinking about for December? Like we do we, I think our 30 days is like, but then, 60 days is very soon. Yeah, but right? then we got to bring like fancy outfits. Okay. Like that's the thing. That's the so thing, right? Let's, let's do a, a little search on uh, on this while, while we're shutting down the, uh, the, the show. Because um, I may be able to get you something. Yeah, like we're just, you know... I don't know. Yeah, then we're not I get... there till the clo we're not, not there till close yet. to the yeah. We're it's like the third the thirtieth or the first we get there maybe or something like that. Maybe see this know. is how we bad don't even Carrie know the dates. We don't even know when I, we're I know. going. Haven't bought flights. Yeah, haven't done... <laughs> we haven't done nothing. 
We have like, a place to Carrie, stay. Carrie, I'm and... going away in like a week, and I don't know when. I don't know when I'm coming back. I said. I said that to my sister today. I'm like, I think I come home on the Monday, and she's like, I thought it was the Sunday. I'm like, I don't know. It's in my <laughs> calendar. It's somewhere. But yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think it's something we should probably think about, and and that will prepare us and gear us up for the big dinner that we're going to do at Disneyland when we find those friends that are willing to spend that kind of money. See, Dustin and Jill could come. They're willing to spend that kind of money on a meal. Oh, yeah. Let's go to Club 33. That'll be oh. a, an absolute blast. Uh, I haven't. One of those. Oh, it's know, not Club 33. List. It's not Club 33. No, Carrie wants. What is it? The 21? 21 the, Royal. Royal 21. 21. Okay. Yes. That's where Carrie wants to go. And uh, we need, I think it's 10 people. Up to 12. So Up to 12, yeah. 21 Royal. Let's see. Uh, does it tell us where's the This price? is Carrie's, Carrie's bucket list in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, was you can have up to 12 people and it's something, I don't know, it's something crazy like $10,000 or $8,000 or something for, for dinner for up to 12 people. Um, but what an experience, but. right? And that's <laughs> exactly. the one. Dustin told us to do it. See? <laughs> We're adding it to, I'll do that before I do another World of Color dessert party. Oh, shut <laughs> <up>. <laughs> Such a jerk. You know what's the, and it was something that came up during our, our chat. You know what's the weirdest uh, thing to ever think about? Are these added experiences with the party? Yes. Like, why would someone spend $120 on a ticket to go to Mickey's Not So Scary and then an extra $100 for a dessert party? Or, and like, that's an expensive time away yeah. from the party. We okay. saw people do that, though, and tons of people do that for the dessert party at the Oogie Boogie Bash in in Disneyland. But I got to say, they were primo seats for the parade. Yeah, they And parked, while yeah. we were sitting on the floor watching the, the parade, Carrie and I did discuss that we should have got that dessert party. <laughs> yeah, it's the added Just for cost the chair. Of, of, you know, room. <laughs> for sure. For sure, not sitting on the ground is uh, is worth worth some money. Did you find the price there, Carrie? Yeah, for the, 20- well, the last I can find is fifteen thousand. Okay, there you go. There for you 12, go. For up to twelve. Okay, 12 up people. to twelve people. That's fine. We got we got friends. Dustin, this has been fun chatting with you about your trip and getting to hear about your experience. And I know some of it didn't go the way you wanted, but I know you had a great time. Yeah, it was a blast, and that's the way Disney works is you'll have your ups and your downs, but as a whole, uh, the Disney experience is what you make of it. Absolutely. Very cool. All right, we're at that time of the podcast, and Dustin, I forgot to remind you, uh, but I'm hoping you you have pixie dust. Um because I yeah, I didn't I forgot to remind you that before we started recording. But we can we can let Carrie go first if if uh, <laughs> if you don't have anything off the top of your head. Yeah, I think Carrie should go first. Absolutely. Okay, I've been thinking about it this whole podcast. What my pixie dust is going to be? <laughs> and I just at, just a couple minutes ago, I decided that since we're you know we're sending out Dustin's membership to the old persons club, that um, <laughs> that my pixie dust and it might have been my pixie dust before, but like I seriously think oh, about this all again? the time. I think about this all the time. My okay. new contacts that I got a little while back that Did have you? built oh, that have yeah. built-in bifocals. <laughs> That I never have to, I never have to wear any readers because I wear contacts. 
I got these contacts with the bifocals built in <laughs> and I can see everything. I can read everything on my phone. I can read everything in front of me. I'll be able to read that Victorian Alberts menu without getting my phone out like Fran does and screening, taking a picture and zooming in. And I thought about it today when I was out today. I, I just, I'm so grateful that everyone told me that they make you sick, that they're hard to get used to, whatever. And I was like, I'm trying these suckers out and I put them in and I have no, I just love every you know single bit that like. I can see. And I, and I want, and every time I, someone that's my age and I'm like, do you wear contacts? Because if you do, here's my tip. Like it won't work for people that never wear contacts, but if you've worn contacts your whole life and it gets to that point where you need to put readers on because you can't read anything in front of you. My contacts are the best. So I thought that's what it'll be. Of the Pixie Dust Fan podcast has been sponsored by a new affiliate. <laughs> yes. Uh, for Carrie, whatever that company is. We'll put, that, that we'll the, put those in the show notes, whatever my yep. uh, the brand is. They're awesome. Oh, my gosh. We've gone from, like, you know, T-shirts and stuff to bifocal, bifocal. contracts. And, and maybe we could, you know, get sponsored by, like, those little chairs that you put in the shower. for. And you, and you know, my Pixie Dust never is short. So the one thing, though, is that oh. these contacts you lose a little bit of your like you lose a little bit of your distance but like the like but honest to goodness the fact that I can read everything in front of me is but like, can you drive with them like I'm absolutely. always like yeah yeah it's magic I don't understand how they work <laughs> but I put in these contacts I can see and like, you can just a, see far, everything I might not be able to see something very very far like a road sign as crisp as I would have usually saw it but I can still see my distance perfectly but I can see everything in front of me. So if I, nice. I would trade that every single day forever to be a little blurry farther away to be able to read everything. Never like people, like people probably think I'm way younger than I am because they'll be like in ten years they'll be like she's probably like she can 40. see stuff because like look she doesn't have to, she doesn't have to wear bifocals yet she still must be some young she's got a lot of gray hair but she must be just that must be hereditary she must be really still young because oh she God. doesn't have readers. <laughs> Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> so there you go. That's what you get when Karen goes oh. first. Who's next? Oh my gosh, Dustin, are you ready to follow that? Yeah, I I think my pixie dust is actually going to uh, come in the next show because the pixie dust is uh, what is in uh, this Victorian Albert's bag that is going to be for France, and it wasn't. Um, it was a complete shot in the dark, and I just want to say thank you to our entire wait staff at Victorian Albert um, for uh, providing this uh, future pixie dust. Franny. For it, nice. it's going to be such a fun thing. Um, but yes, that is my pixie dust uh, from. The, so you're gifting Fran some pixie dust for the. Future. Oh, I'm excited! So this yeah. will be pixie dust on a on a on a future episode for me. Oh, nice. exciting. Well, thank you. Yeah, we got to figure out when we're when we're going. See, that's the that's what makes going in the office worthwhile is because then Dustin will meet me for lunch downtown. So then it, I at least feel like going into the office was worth something. But um, yeah, my pixie what dust oi, this what week. Oi are, what ointment or back massage <laughs> your pixie dust this week, friend? <laughs> it's not. I have something completely different. So I was posting uh, on my stories and many people, you know, were, were, were commenting. I have a lot of bees around my house. And remember, if you remember last year, I had a bee's nest or a wasp nest or whatever on my house. And my brother-in-law came down with the ladder and whatever. Anyway, we got rid of it. But recently, there's 
a lot of wasps again and they're everywhere so one day i would i open my garage door and i look and i could see all these bees going in between this little thing under the deck on my house so i'm like oh they must be living in there so i debated calling my brother-in-law and then i just thought you know what it's not worth it i called up a bee man um a professional and two hundred dollars he was lovely um, he showed up on time, came in, sprayed and said to me, if I don't have anything, if you see a bee in two days, call me. And it's been a week and I've seen no bees. So no bees. They're all gone. And my neighbor actually, uh, cause I messaged my neighbor and said, by the way, I'm going to, I'm going to get this done. And he's like, you know, I was sitting out on my deck and I kept thinking, where are all these bees coming from? I'm like, oh, there you go. I have a, I have a nest, <laughs> but I'm getting rid of it. So it worked. Well worth the money um, to have a professional just get rid of those things. So, yes. Awesome. No ladder for me. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Bifocal. Or, exactly. And, the bee man. That's all that you could get was the bee man. Like, I'm known for my pixie dust. You don't, you don't understand. You... The, this was very exciting for me because they were bugging me and I was terrified they were going to come in the house. I'm afraid of them. So, yeah, I've never been stung by one, knockwood, but I hear it's very painful. So, mm-hmm. so now they're gone. Hallelujah. Just in time for winter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, right, because they goodness. all just go away. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, Dustin, thank you very much for joining us on the episode and sharing your trip report and all of your adventures with us. And uh, I'll make sure to link to your website in the show notes so everyone can find you over at Steps to Magic and go looking for the pictures of these delicious desserts and the food and everything else you shared. And um, yeah, if you guys are if you guys feel like it, you can leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and uh, make sure that you're subscribed so you get all new episodes every week. Thank you again, Dustin. Carrie, always a pleasure. I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to wave. <laughs> <laughs> wave to the podcast uh, listeners. Listeners, I'll, yes. See you. <laughs> I'll give the play-by-play. Carrie is waving us out. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> boneheads. Boneheads, boneheads. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. Make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week. And find us on social media, too. We'd love to hear from you. Till next time, remember, you are never too old to be young. Chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.